everyone, Felice Gerwitz here, and I want to share with you something that is dear to my heart, and that is saving you money. Can you use encouragement for your homeschool journey? Have you been searching for an online learning program designed to ground your family in a Christian worldview? Well, now you can at MediaAngelsMembership.com. Our affordable membership packages fit your budget and busy life. Now you can access customized membership packages for your homeschooling family from the extensive Media Angels Library of Books, classes, and Bible studies. You may select the ebook bundle, the creation bundle, the premium bundle, or the forever bundle. Each bundled set will save you vast amounts of money. Our packages begin at less than $10 and you can use it for the whole family. So go to MediaAngelsMembership.com for more information. That's MediaAngelsMembership.com. You'll be glad you did. This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to the Vintage Homeschool Mom Show. Your host, Felice Gerwitz, is an author, a publisher, and your radio show host. She will encourage, educate, and inspire you with answers to your most pressing questions from homeschool, marriage, parenting, and much more. Felice loves to equip moms to live a Christian life because every moment counts. Be sure to visit her website at MediaAngels.com. And here's your host, Felice Gerwitz. Welcome. This is Felice Gerwitz with an episode of Vintage Homeschool Moms. Today we are going to talk about party shortcuts. Many of us have to give and host and celebrate so many different events during the year. So I thought it would be fun to share some of my shortcuts with you. This is episode 466 and you can find party shortcuts on VintageHomeschoolMoms.com. Well, with birthdays and graduations and special events and so many more things, it is so important to prepare ahead. But not only that, to collect things throughout the year to take out some of the thoughts of what should you do and what type of decorations should you have and what kind of table coverings and, oh my gosh, it can get so expensive. The only way I've been able to survive hosting events for many, many years of motherhood and grandmotherhood, yes, that's a thing, and having the largest house, of course, family comes here, then it was having some shortcuts and things that I could replicate each year and still make it special. I want to invite you to check out my MediaAngels.com website for great books, character planning guides, and classes, as well as so many other things. You can download many of these uh, books and products that I have, as well as get some great ideas of what Media Angels does. It's the landing page, and you can see all of the things, our podcast. We have a sister podcast, the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network, with lots and lots of great shows over there that are Uh, spiritual shows that are really encouraging. And I have a show over there, A Few Minutes with God podcast that I podcast on regularly. Well, parties. The latest and greatest party I just finished hosting was Easter Sunday meal. So we had 24 people coming and then we had 28 and then we had 29 and we ended up with 32. We had 16 children 16 and under. We had 17 adults, and truthfully, 
the numbers this year through me because we typically have a sit-down dinner buffet style and I'll have some round tables and square tables and have one big room but everybody's in the same room. Well this time I needed to seat 17 adults at one table and it just threw me. I was thinking how am I going to do this and you know my my big table seats 12 very easily but now how many you know other tables do I attach to this? And we finally figured it out and we were able to seat um, 11 at the big table and then having two tables side by side, we were able to seat the rest. And so, you know, it worked out really well and, you know, it was by the grace of God because I was thinking, you know, how am I going to fit another six people at the end when really only one more person fits, right? And we were able to do that. But I didn't have to worry about table coverings or what kind of decorations because I usually keep it simple. I'll print out some quick little banners, you know, happy Easter or happy birthday or whatever that is on the computer. I'll just do, um, you know, some quick little thing on a color printer and tape it up to my fireplace. And sometimes I have banners that like birthday banners, I have graduation banners, I have congratulations banners. So those kinds of things I have depending on um, what the event is. And I didn't feel like any of those, you know, obviously not happy birthday fit um, Easter. And so, um, you know, but I knew that I had tablecloths and napkins and napkin holders and I was going to get some flowers, and that was all I needed to know. And then I had to, of course, figure out the meal. So one of the things that works out beautifully is um, something that's taken me years to perfect, and I've been slowly buying and adding new things to my party collection. So they're so money-saving in the long run. I buy things after the season. So if you want gorgeous you know, tablecloths, I would wait till after Christmas to get some tablecloths because I used to have like solid colors and then I added some really pretty ones as the years went by. Um, I picked my color schemes that I liked and then I just kind of added to it through the years. So again, it's taken me years to slowly add to my party arsenal, but it's been a money saver. And I tried many different things. One year I used disposable plates. The next year I added disposable utensils and cups and napkins. And that was, those were the years when I had smaller children and I just didn't have the time to think about setting up everything fancy. But I really didn't like how they looked. And they ended up being generally expensive because when you don't have to buy, you know, your place settings and everything, it's so much cheaper. So the first thing I did was gather tablecloths, not super expensive linen ones, you know, not stuff that's going to stain, but cotton, something that would hold up through the years and washing and continue to look good. And I also, it also had to be something that was going to handle the invariable stains and spills. And I ended up with two different color schemes, depending on the type of the year, time of the year. So one of them is just a deep burgundy. And I have napkins and napkin rings that match. And the other was a golden color that um, I could use for Easter and Thanksgiving and times like that. As the years went by, I added a separate set for just Christmas. But I used the burgundy ones all the time with the cloth napkins. And the golden color I paired with blue napkins. 
And I made table ra- table napkin rings. Uh, the ones I liked were $5 a piece. And when you're entertaining with 20 or 30 guests, that kind of gets pricey. So I ended up looking at what I liked. And I found some clear plastic uh, shower curtains that I bought. You can get a package of 12 for like next to nothing. And I bought some really pretty uh, ribbon. And I just wrapped the inside of each one. And I got the ribbon at... Um, one of those um, craft stores, because they had a lot of choices there, you know, um, they have different fabric stores and things like that. But I actually found this one at a craft store. So I did that and I just glued it, you know, to the little um, plastic and I have some that are wooden. Um, and so I just made them, I made it look pretty and it's very festive. So the table, with the tables done, I like looked for decorations. And like I said, I have like banners that are uh, non-usable and I can put out mostly they're letters that stick together I like that kind and they've lasted you know for many many years and then um, back in 2005 I was after I had planned my daughter's wedding and helped plan her wedding we found um, candles on sale for I want to say some of them were 25 cents each some were 50 cents each And I bought a big box of different sizes of candles, and they were all white or off-white. And I've used them throughout the years. Sometimes I light them. Most of the time I don't because I like to keep them out as decorations. And my biggest expense when I'm decorating is cut flowers that I like to buy. So I'll buy a large bouquet of of varying uh, types of flowers. I tend to stick to flowers that last, like carnations or daisies. And then I fill them in with baby's breath, and they are so pretty. But I use small vases because you don't need as many flowers in small vases. So I can have, you know, uh, six or seven little small vases of flowers. And then if I really want to splurge, I'll do one big bouquet and um, smaller ones, and I'll put them on the tables. But the biggest thing I had to look at, too, was, okay, shortcuts. Um, how do you cook for all these people? And if I'm really trying to feed a crowd, I will do something that I find everyone seems to like, and it doesn't break the bank. And that is a baked ham. And I'm not talking about one of the super, um, you know, expensive sliced spiral ones. I'm talking about one that's pre-cooked. Um, sometimes they're smoked, but you can get a huge ham for like, that will feed so many people. You just have to, when you bake it, you take it out, let it sit for a little bit, and um, you slice it thin. And it is so good. And the other thing, my other hack or party shortcut was appetizers. They can cut down on the amount of food that people eat. Have you ever gone to, you know, uh, someone's house and they have appetizers out? What happens when the meal comes around? You're not that hungry, are you? Well, it's kind of someone must have thought about that as a nice little saving money hack because you can do appetizers that are chips or a cheese tray. I mean, you can get a cheese tray with four different types of cheeses for, you know, $12 and that will feed a lot of people and it's already sliced for you or what I used to do for many years and that was slice blocks of cheese myself, like a big block of cheese I would be able to get for $4. Of course, prices are more expensive. So what you do is you make smaller pieces and then crackers are helpful and, you know, bowls of chips. I mean, the kids don't really like all of the, you know, fancier stuff. Um, You know, veggies and dips are great for the adults. And then this year, 
I actually assigned appetizers to guests and it did so many things that was, first of all, it was a shortcut. I didn't have to make or, you know, bake a bunch of appetizers. The second thing was people came on time because they were bringing appetizers. And then I had free help for the last minute things that needed to get done. So that was great. When you, um, you know, think about a menu, it can be something that you can buy ahead when it's on sale because ham goes on sale a lot. Stick it in the freezer. Make sure you take it out a couple of days ahead of time and defrost it. Potatoes are a great way to fill up a crowd of people. And of course, rolls and salad. Um, And it's so wonderful and it's easy to do. I make a lot of casseroles ahead, so lasagna is a staple in our family, and I, at any given time, I have two or three frozen lasagnas in the freezer that I've made ahead of time, and uh, my husband was saying at one point, well, how come we don't get lasagna? And I said, because it's a big tray that's going to feed you know, 14 to 16 people, so when I made my big trays of lasagna, I just made a little extra, and I made smaller ones for the family that I can take out you know, in a pinch when I I don't have um, as much time to cook during the week. And it's great. And so I'll take that out of the freezer a couple of days ahead and then also make sure that I take it out of the refrigerator the day of to bake because otherwise um, it, it takes forever. And one of the best things that I did this year was we ended up um, blocking out our time, but I'll get to that in a minute. So last minute and party shortcuts, I'm going to give you a list and they are as follows. And again, these show notes are on episode 466 at vintagehomeschoolmoms.com or look for party shortcuts on the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network. All right. So the first is to collect reusable tablecloths, napkins, and serving trays. Okay, I use a lot of glass trays. Those have been great gifts through the years the kids have given me. Glass goes with everything. Uh, Yes, it's breakable, but nobody's carrying them around. They're on a table. I also have clear glass plates that I use for the holidays. I had some fancier plates, but as our family grew, I didn't have that many. And then I found at a bargain store... Um, There are two different types of glass, but I'm like, it's okay. One's completely clear and the other one has like a little grid pattern in it um, when I needed to get more plates in a pinch and I couldn't find the clear ones. It does two things. One, it shows the tablecloth beautifully. And the second is you can put the napkin on top of the plate and it makes it fancy. So that's um, one of the things I do. The second is you, if you're in a pinch and you don't have time to clean up and you don't have, you know, you're a younger younger mom and you're just getting started, it's okay to use plastic wear. You can go to a party store and get the prettier stuff for at least the plates. Everything else you can get at the, you know, bargain stores. But the plates, if you can get those really heavy um, plastic ones, they are so pretty And one year, um, my dad was helping to clean up and he was a little bit elderly at that point. And he was like all upset. He thought people were throwing away the really nice white heavy plates with the gold trim because I did have a set of dishes like that. Actually, mine had silver trim. But um, I said, no, dad, I said, those are, are plastic. And he said, really? He said, I thought they were real. So see, you know, they look great and, you know, you can throw them away, especially if you have a huge crowd and you don't have enough dishes. The third is to assign 
a dish for others to bring. This year was the first time I've ever asked people to bring appetizers, and I'm going to be doing that in the future because it's wonderful. The fourth is plan out the menu at least three weeks in advance and shop sales. You can do that at any time. Ham lasts, you know, six months. I mean, I've had ham in the freezer for way longer than that, and it's great. The sixth thing is uh, to bake, and or the fifth thing is to bake and freeze whenever possible. You know, like my lasagnas and casseroles, if you can do that. The sixth is to set out tables and chairs the day before with assigned seating. Even if we have a small group, sometimes I will do assigned seating depending on who's coming. I have these little name tags I've made through the years. If you um, are on my email list and have any of my planners, I had those yearly planners. Um, those actually are in those planners and you can make copies of them and decorate them however you want. And basically I print on hard stock paper and just fold and cut out. Some years like this year, I had to print out like six more name tags because some people came that hadn't come in a while. And um, I, the, sometimes it's really cute. Guests want to take their name cards and they ask and I'm like, sure, you can have them. And so, um, so some of them disappear, but I keep them again year from year to year. And um, that really helps because the guests have a place to sit. They can put their drink there. They can put their purse on their chair. So it, it works out really well. And um, again, the name cards um, work wonderfully and I just keep them year after year. Uh, the eighth is to use fresh flowers for a splash of color. I know they can be pricey, um, but you can get bouquets of flowers for under $20, and they really do make everything look prettier. And if you put them in smaller vases, it does an amazing job. And again, you can get those at discount stores. You can get them at Goodwill. I've seen some really cute little vases there that are clear. I like everything to match, so I go with a lot of clear stuff, like clear glass. Or something that has a little bit of a pattern, but not solid colors, because then it's harder to, to make things match. Uh, the ninth is take out the trash the day before, and don't forget to clean the bathroom that guests are going to be using. So those are things that are on my list. The tenth is make a time chart of when dishes need to be baked or reheated, as well as when to take things out of the refrigerator or oven, even uh, once they go in. We had a couple of timers going and um, it was, it actually worked out really well. The 11th is for the little kids. Here's a party hack. Use juice boxes. It's so much easier and there's less spillage. Yes, they can be more expensive. Again, look for sales and that will really help. Another is, um, I just have a couple of drink options. I have water, lemonade, and iced tea for everyone. If people want special drinks, they can bring them. You know, sometimes people ask, can I bring something? And I say, you know, if you don't like water, lemonade, or tea, sure. You know, and they'll bring, you know, diet soda or whatever it is they want. The third is, even with all my little fancy dancy stuff, this year I used plastic cups with Sharpies to keep everyone's drinks straight. And so I could have used, you know, the glasses. I have clear glasses for the adults and I had plenty of them. Um, but there were so many moving parts this year that I had a huge stack of red and green left over from Christmas. So I just pulled out the green ones. And yes, the color went with nothing, but I was okay with that. And in, in future, I'll probably just buy, you know, the bigger uh, tumblers that are the clear glass. But that worked out well. And even the kids could grab one if they needed it. 
The fourteenth thing, I don't know if I've been telling you numbers, is um, have one or two people in charge to help you. So I had my daughter who was helping me kind of keep an eye on the time and moving things out. In fact, we were so far ahead of schedule, she kicked me out. She said, go see the kids were doing an Easter egg hunt. So I actually went outside and sat with them for a while and watched their antics outside. I could see them out, you know, from um, outside. And these were mostly grandkids and nieces and nephews, uh, kids. But, um, you know, it was nice just to have a little break because we were ahead of schedule. So that was wonderful. And then assign cleanup. Now this year I didn't do as great of a job. So I was picking up stuff for about two days um, that got left behind. And um, that was not good. Usually that does not happen. Usually everyone tears down tables and helps put away chairs. But people just stayed so long because they were really happy to stay. And I think the last person uh, left at like 830 or 9 o'clock and they came earliest uh, was at the house at 11 in the morning. (laughs) So, um, you know, it was nice to have everybody stay later. And so it was harder to clean up. So, um, of course, I had help. uh, But some of the little things like the, you know, plastic Easter eggs and, you know, candy wrappers and things like that, um, I was finding for a couple of days. So it's much uh, better if everyone helps you clean. And as much as I try to prepare ahead, there's always going to be last minute things that need my attention. And truthfully, the hostess rarely gets to mingle with guests. That's why I was so blessed uh, to have some time uh, to be able to do that. And once the meal is served, I'm done. That's when I can really hang out and talk and Uh, miraculously, everybody helps put food away, we kind of package everything up. And then if there's a lot, I'll offer leftovers uh, to some people. And then we pull out the desserts. And we just, you know, people come and go, we don't normally do desserts all at once. Usually the kids are playing and the adults eat their dessert first. And then the kids come, Uh, we made homemade ice cream this year. So that's when all the kids came in. And it was really fun. And you know what, if we wait a little bit on dinner, it's not a big deal because everybody's been snacking on appetizers and nobody is starving. Hopefully these party shortcuts helped you and you've probably have some ideas. If you want, you can uh, go to this post on Vintage Homeschool Moms Party Shortcuts episode 466 and leave me a note. And I'd love to have comments on your favorite podcast app that always helps Uh, with our ratings and to give me a five-star rating if you felt like this show was helpful. Take care, God bless, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in to the Vintage Homeschool Mom Show. Visit Felice at MediaAngels.com and TheVintageHomeschoolMoms.com. Vintage Homeschool Moms is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.